Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back, Paul and Jordana, on what is a gloomy April day. Kind of makes you want to get out of Dodge. But I don't know if you've traveled lately. It has not been easy for those traveling. Paul, I didn't. did you drive out to see Dad? No, no, fly? I flew out. I flew through... Flew through Detroit. I flew on it? Delta. There was no drama, no no issues. the The planes are all packed. I mean, you can tell that there are fewer planes, and uh, a number of the airlines, not so much Delta, but I've I've heard horror stories about JetBlue, and Alaska Airlines, and others. There just aren't enough pilots or flight attendants, and uh, people are finding out when they get to the airport that their flights have been canceled. So. It's still a gong show. We still have not recovered from the pandemic, George. So joining us now is Peter Greenberg, our CBS radio travel expert. Peter, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. You got it. So is this still all COVID that's keeping pilots and crew out of the airplane or staff having delays, or is it something else? It's a, it's a ridiculous and inverse relationship now because we see demand growing almost exponentially and the airlines cannot staff their schedules. In fact, mm-hmm. almost every airline now is cutting back their flights. JetBlue just canceled. Right, we're getting into summer. They just canceled 27 routes. Southwest Airlines canceled 10% of their flight schedule. For the month of May and June, United United is dropping 20,000 flights. And the and this this is it comes at a time when everybody wants to go somewhere. So what does that mean? Yeah. Law law of supply and demand. Fewer flights. Less capacity, higher airfares. So, uh, especially yeah. in the U.S., and that's that's what you're going to see probably until Labor Day. It's not going to be pretty. It's crazy. Hey, Peter, we we started our show today talking about the mask mandates in Philadelphia and wondering if you know there's another wave, uh, city by city. People, I think, have to take it on upon themselves to assess the risk, especially if they're traveling, as to how much risk they want to take and whether or not they should be wearing their masks. I likened it because I'm a meteorologist. I said, you know, if there's a watch or a warning, most people pay attention, and it's county by county, and maybe the same thing will apply with COVID. We go about our lives. If you're under a warning with an unusually high case count of COVID-19, a lot of people in the hospital, maybe you take extra precautions. Do you buy into that theory? Is that kind of where we're headed or, or not? Well, we're sort of where we're headed, except when it comes to travel. 
uh, you're going to see, you know, we have a deadline coming up, a decision date of April 18th to make sure to decide whether or not they're going to extend the mask mandate for public transportation. And there's every indication Mm -hmm. to believe they're going to extend it uh, because the CDC is weighing in. We're seeing a spike in the number of cases. The vaccination levels are not at the point that they want them to be. The good news is we're not seeing hospitalizations rise. They're dropping, actually. But I think, you know, exerting the abundance of caution, you'll probably see them extended. Some people are saying May 18th. I'm actually saying June 1st. They want to get through Memorial Day weekend. And then at that point, uh, the law of reciprocity takes over because you're already seeing airlines in Europe dropping the mask mandate. All the airlines in the United Kingdom, British Air, Ryanair, EasyJet, no longer have to wear the mask. So it's starting to, you know, it's starting to fall apart over there, and it may happen here as well. But my guess is between now and Monday, you're going to see them extended for at least a month. Okay. And is that going to be, I know know that there have been problems with people not wanting to wear their masks. If they're changing it in Europe, I mean, are we going to be seeing then travelers uh, without masks coming here? Does that extend to the airport too? And do you think it's going to cause more disruptions for crew? It actually, it actually extends to the airspace, so that if you're flying to the United States on a flight that's landing in the U.S., you're going to have to wear masks. But if you're flying within ah, Europe right okay. now, that's where that's not going to be a case. So one by one, you're going to start seeing that. Yeah. Hey, Peter, I have to ask, with the price of gas so high and, and the problems that the airlines are having right now, there is no perfect way to get around and travel. There never is. But one question I have for you, has the car rental situation gotten better? There were some horror stories even yeah. just a few months ago. Not enough, uh, not enough cars available. Have things gotten better? Relatively, yes, but it's not where it needs to be. Uh, the manufacturers still haven't delivered the new fleet of cars to the, to the rental car companies because of supply chain issues and chip shortages. Uh, and, of course, we've got summer coming up. Uh, look. It's cheaper for me to go out and lease a Kia for three months than it is to rent a car in some cities for three days. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's it oh, man. And, yeah. So people need to know that. Now, have we reached the tipping point with the price of fuel? Not yet. And I'll tell you why. You know, about a month ago, the airfare between Los Angeles and San Francisco is $93 round trip. You know what it is today? $357 round trip. That's a four-fold increase. So if you're a family of four... That's $1,400. That's why we're going to take car trips this summer. Because even with the increase of fuel, even if it was $9 a gallon, perish the thought, it's still only going to add about $250 as an incremental increase in the cost of the trip, not 1400 So you're going to see a lot more people crammed into cars. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> okay. Peter, what else Ugh. did we not ask you? What do people traveling for this holiday weekend, Eastern Passover, need to know? Well, the one thing I would, I would always advise, but I'm going to give you an additional thought, is you want to get out on the very first flight of the day. But there's one more thing I'm going to add to that. Before you make that reservation, find out if the aircraft assigned to your flight, and the airline knows this, by the way, if it overnighted at your airport the night before. Because if it did, ah, yes. there's a reasonably good chance that crew stays with the plane and you'll actually have a crew to operate the flight. But for every hour during that day that you continue, that, that increases the chance of either a delay or worse, a cancellation. So true. Yeah, great so advice. True. Great advice. Peter, always Peter great to talk to you. Thank you, yep. sir. Uh, CBS radio travel expert, Peter Greenberg. Uh, appreciate it. When we get back, we'll also talk allergies next.
I don't know if you've been sneezing or sniffling or rubbing your eyes lately, but I have been begging my kids. I go, guys, start taking your allergy medicine early. So when it hits you, it'll be built up in your system. Now, I don't know if that's real science, but I do know that my son came in rubbing his eyes and sneezing. And I said, have you been taking it? And he said, no. But he said, I'll start. I said, look, it's not my problem. I I don't have allergies. But he is already suffering. And after a long, cold, miserable winter, I know you want to get outside. So what does the season look like? Dr. Pramod Kelkar, board-certified allergy specialist with Alina, is joining us now. Dr. Kelkar, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, and good evening, and happy spring to all of the listeners. <laughs> Uh, uh, yes, yes, these, Thank these you. April showers will bring some flowers for sure. Um, so, Dr. Kalkar, can you tell us if it is going to be a particularly bad allergy season? You know, I get this question every year. And unfortunately, you know, every year has its own uniqueness. And we find that with climate change, uh, every year we are seeing rising pollen counts and extended allergy season. That means the allergies worsen. So, yes, we do see a lot of patients with allergies, and more and more every year, partly climate change has to be blamed. Hmm. And, And why is that? And I'm not questioning climate change. Trust me, I've been talking about it for three decades. But why would a warmer climate, is it just more time for allergens and pollen to grow? Why would a warmer climate uh, have any impact on allergy season, doctor? You nailed it. Uh, Partly because the allergy season is longer. So the trees and the grasses and weeds have longer time to grow. Also, U.S. Department of Agriculture had done some studies a while ago, and they did the studies with the ragweed plants in the urban areas and in the rural areas. And they found that in urban areas, when the pollution is high, the plant produces more pollens as compared to rural areas when the pollution is less. Another important thing with higher pollution, environmental pollution, that can also act as irritant and that can create an inflammatory response and that will aggravate allergy type of symptoms. Hmm. Now, I know a couple people that have developed allergies as adults. Is this common? Yes. So you can develop symptoms as a child, but even if you did not have any allergies as a kid, you can develop allergies for the first time as an adult. And we see a number of patients like that in our clinical practice. Dr. Kelkar, I have a question, though. Should you be, I mean, I take over-the-counter medication for allergies i was fine you know the first 50 years of life and and in the last 10 years or so thank you lord i've I've developed allergies like many people but don't you have to take them uh these whether it's prescription or over the counter don't you have to take them prophylactically in other words take them in advance once you start sniffling and your eyes start running it's, it's almost too late. Don't you have to take it before you go outside and, and you're subjected to the pollen? You know, when we talk about over-the-counter medications, there are a number of options we have. We have antihistamines. We have steroid nose sprays, antihistamines like Claritin, Allegra, Zyrtec. 
those types of right. medications work better if you start them a little ahead if you mm-hmm. start them after your symptoms appear they will still work but they will take a little time to kick in as far as steroid nose sprays are concerned like flonase nasonex nasocort rhinocort a variety of them are available over the counter they will start working after a, at least a couple of days of usage sometimes it can take up to 4 5 days to get the maximum benefit because they take time to work so ideally you should start them just a few days before the allergy season kicks in there are other over the counter medications that people use sometimes like decongestants like uh, sudafed and some patients also use afrin nose spray which is a decongestant nose spray those are okay hmm. to use occasionally we typically do not recommend those on a regular basis because if you are taking decongestants like sudafed or claritin d or zyrtec d or allegra d on a regular basis they have potential risks for side effects like blood pressure high blood pressure higher intraocular pressure Uh, rapid heart rate jitteriness insomnia and afrin nose spray which is a decongestant nose spray again is a good idea but only just for 3 days in a row if you take it longer than 3 days sometimes it will cause rebound congestion kind of addiction so we don't reckon, recommend that on wow. a continuous basis see i wish my okay. children would listen to me i told them they yeah. needed to start yeah. taking their Uh, you know their allergy meds a little bit early but why would they start now honestly um we're speaking with Dr. Pramod Kelkar uh from he's an allergy specialist with Alina Health um Dr. Kelkar do you recommend any particular over the counter like is Claritin different than Allegra do you think one works better for the Midwest allergies they are all about the same they are fairly okay. equivalent Uh, just keep in mind that if you used an antihistamine last year and if it's not working this year that does not necessarily mean that the medication is not working but your allergies may be worse this year so you may need to use a different type of medicine you may need to see your primary care mm-hmm. provider or you may even have to see an allergist if the allergies are worse because sometimes patients just make an assumption that you know because i have been taking the same medicine for long time maybe the medicine is not working they can certainly try to switch the medicine but most of the time the problem is not with the medicine just that their allergies are getting worse and they need a better treatment plan interesting okay, so it's not hey, like you I, become resistant i'm oh, sorry paul no go no ahead. no go ahead no it's I, not like you become resistant to <laughs> <laughs> you go, you go. <laughs> Third time's the charm. Uh Dr. Kelkar, uh will my N95 mask protect me from allergies? <laughs> uh, are you wearing serious. N95 mask 24/7? If you are, maybe. <laughs> most of the time well, when I'm outside. N95 yeah, most of the time people are wearing it part of the time. Uh, yeah it may right. have some protective benefit it will reduce the pollen exposure getting into the respiratory tract i don't think it will protect you 100% because keep in mind uh, when you go out if you wear n95 mask when you come home you are going to take the mask off and if you are allergic to dust mites which are at home if you are allergic to cat and dog which are at home 
if you are allergic to mold which can be at home and if your doors and windows are open the pollens are going to come inside your house and if you are not going to be wearing n95 mask inside the house you will have some pollen exposure hmm. well doctor my, pro- my wife incur- encourages me to wear my mask indoors uh, at home, which which is a whole other story, and I, I really we don't have time to go there, but uh, I get your point. <laughs> we it's struggle great. with this because uh, I want to keep the door, the windows open in the house. I want to get some fresh air. I want to do all of that. But the kids say my allergies are so bad, you can't open the windows. So we're always no. struggling with this. Do you have a solution for that, Doctor Kelkar? Oh, absolutely. You know, I always see these. Uh, reports in different media asking people to close the doors close the windows not get out during certain times of the day it may have some value but i personally think that fresh air fresh sunlight getting outdoors has so many health benefits that you know nowadays we have so many different allergy treatment options available that i tell my patients that if you are on the right treatment plan you should not deny yourself the pleasure of outdoors. We literally have so many treatment options that we can control patients' allergies close to 100%, and they can enjoy outdoors as much as they like. That's great. That would All be right. my advice to patients, not That's to great. hide great in a advice. or in a glass bubble or something like that. <laughs> I'd like to hide in a tent, mm-hmm. safer in a tent. Dr. Uh, Pramon Kelkar, thank you. This has been very illuminating. And by the way, you're really good on the radio. Uh, We need to have you back often because so many of us suffer from allergies. But we appreciate what you're doing. An allergy specialist with Alina Health taking time out of his busy day to to chat with us on CCO. Dr. Kelkar, thank you for your expertise and uh, be safe out there. You got it. Thank you. Are you suffering already, Paul? Not real, not much, not yet, but no, it'll okay. kick in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chris, what about you? You have bad allergies? Summer. Oh, I, I've got terrible allergies. So when I kind of, you know, when when it was kind of, you know, bantered about to talk to somebody about allergies, I was like, yeah, because I mean, I, I there are points like twice a year where like two three days, I mean, I can't even get out of the house. Like it's Oof, it's that brutal. It's that yeah. bad. Oof. And yeah. I wow. mean. It just, it, it knocks me, it knocks me out. And people are like, oh, you must be sick. I'm like, no, it's just seasonal allergies. And yeah. like you guys were talking about over-the-counter stuff. I mean, I'll take Sudafed and Claritin and Benadryl and Allergen. And, and, I, and I mean, I'll take anything under the sun. And it just, it just doesn't work because it's so severe. So to me, I, I thought wow. it was really enlightening. Yeah, he was great. All right. When we get back, a couple of show highlights. Hear what Tim Lammers had to say about the passing of Gilbert Gottfried. Next. It was an absolutely packed show, and it began in the 3 o'clock hour. And by the way, if you missed any of it, you can use the Rewind feature at odyssey.com. You can um, check out, uh, we usually post the podcast at P. Douglas Weather. I'm on Instagram at Jordana Verde. Uh, So we usually... Post everything there, and you can certainly find links back to the show. But um, we heard the sad news of the passing of comedian Gilbert Gottfried right before the show. And Tim Lammers came on to talk about streaming movies and shows, and he shared his thoughts on Gilbert. I love Gilbert Gottfried, too. 
I'm sure some people got annoyed by the voice, but that was part of the appeal. And, Agreed. you know, one yeah. thing that I texted to Chris was, you know, he's one of the very few people left who he's just not, he wasn't afraid of offending anybody. I think those comedians are becoming a rare, rare breed these days because, you know, they, people are offended a lot easier and are taking the task and, and uh, canceled or attempt people attempt to cancel them because of the things they say. Gilbert Gottfried actually lost a big contract with Affleck because of an insensitive joke. <laughs> I'll miss uh, it. Yeah, I will too. And you know what, Joe? Uh, we all know somebody like Gilbert Gottfried, right? Somebody who talks a little bit too loudly, who may be inappropriate time, at times, who doesn't know when to leave the party. Uh, I think we all, many of us have an uncle who, who, who's a little like Gilbert Gottfried, but I, I appreciated his humor uh, most of the time. He was amazing. You know who else is amazing is Joe Lindsley, a journalist working at Lviv Lab in uh, Lviv, in western Ukraine, a relatively safe part of Ukraine. No part of Ukraine, obviously, is safe right now, but most of the fighting has shifted into eastern Ukraine and Mariupol, which is uh, on the coast, far southeastern Ukraine. And, uh, you know, Jor and I, there's an audible sigh when we see his face popping up on the screen. We know he's safe. He has an amazing team getting information out to uh, fellow Ukrainians. And today he talked about the changes he's seen in Ukraine. I, I'll say it, it, it was the freest country I've seen in all of my travels in the world, without a doubt. And, and it's so hard to see these images of uh, that the world right now only sees images of like it looks like a Soviet Chernobyl hellscape now. And in the videos that we see, I mean, the beach still looks like a lovely place. The mountains are still beautiful, but but the Putin is making the world see a bad, you know, a destroyed Ukraine. And anybody who wants to watch Joe's broadcasts, you can go to Lviv Lab, L-V-I-V Lab. And you can see his Telegraph channel there. He also is doing his best. He and the newsroom are, are doing his best to get aid, humanitarian aid, which there are reports that the Russians are blocking now, especially in Mariupol. Uh, so if you donate there, he will get aid boots on the ground. Uh, we also yeah. spoke to Peter Greenberg because this is going to be a big travel weekend. Look, everybody has been so travel deprived and we're all doing some revenge travel, taking as many trips as we can because the past two years have been so challenging with COVID. Uh, but we've all heard those stories recently of flights getting canceled, people being delayed because the air, the airlines just don't have the staff. So we talked to Peter Greenberg about COVID, keeping pilots out of the skies. It's an inverse relationship now because we see demand growing almost exponentially and the airlines cannot staff their schedules. In fact, mm -hmm. almost every airline now is cutting back their flights. JetBlue just canceled. Right, we're getting into summer. They just canceled 27 routes. Southwest Airlines canceled 10% of their flight schedule. For the month of May and June, United United is dropping twenty thousand flights, and the and this this is, it comes at a time when everybody wants to go somewhere. So what does that mean? Yeah. Law, law of supply and demand: fewer flights, less capacity, higher airfares. So uh, especially yeah. in the U.S., and that's that's what you're going to see probably until Labor Day. It's not going to be pretty. Hey, Jor. Mm-hmm. We. Uh, 
you know Brett, our, our youngest son, our Navy son, getting out of the Navy. He's finally done the end of this month after 14 years. He's getting married. He got he he was married right. in our backyard mm-hmm. a couple of right. summers ago, just sure. to make it legal. But now it's the big wedding, um, the ceremony, inviting the friends, and it's going to be in Santa Fe. And uh, we have tickets on Southwest to get to Albuquerque. And I swear, in the last two weeks, they've changed the schedule maybe three or four times. You know, where you get the email, there's been a change to your flight. And so I don't think I'm alone. I think every time I hear one of those right wing guys uh, in Washington talking about Hollywood being the home of the liberal elite, I look out my window, I see a man in the filthiest Elmo costume imaginable. Surrounded by a bunch of children from West Virginia on spring break, and I think that is us all right. There's glamour as far as the eye can see. Oh, my. Oh, they do put things in perspective and make us laugh. Most of the time, yeah. Most of the uh, time, yeah. I like, you know, the older I get, the more I appreciate Stephen Colbert's dry wit. And uh, he nailed it again last night. Here's what Colbert had to say. Folks, you know how we all would like the pandemic to be over? And and in some ways, we're kind of acting like it's over. But in a lot of other ways, it feels like maybe it's not over. Well, well, you're, you're not alone in feeling that way. Because according to many experts, COVID could be surging in the U.S. right now. And we might not even know it. So, Jimmy, let's move the Late Show COVID level tracker from orange to, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> so, I don't know. That's yeah. That's that's sort of where well, we are. You know, Philly's bringing back mask mandates. The airlines are considering getting rid of them. It's like I don't know. I don't know. But we're. I think most of us are just done with it. I mean, you know, some of us were done with it two years ago. Uh, but what? Except a million people have died prematurely, yeah. and I just God. Yeah, I want it to be over as much as everybody else. It for sure is not done with us. Oh, so I will share a positive story. Keep you uh, oh. on a high note okay. as we go into later, of course, the Timberwolves game. Uh, the Mentalist, uh, Oz Perlman, he's known as The Mentalist. You know, he plays mind games, does tricks and does a show. He ran 116 miles or 19 loops around Central Park in one day. I guess you really need to get into your own brain to make that happen. Um, He began his run this past Friday at 6.05 a.m., and he finished after dark. That means he ran 16 laps around Central Park in one day. He did this to raise money, and by the way, he raised more than $100,000. He did this to raise money for Ukrainian children, and he wore Ukraine's national colors, the blue and yellow, as he ran. And he took questions as he was running. And during breaks, because he did take breaks. He didn't just run the whole time. I imagine he had to eat and maybe pee. Um, He asked if his mentalism uh, (laughs) helped him, helped him in his running. He says, look, mentalism helps in running. If I can get inside your brain, I can get inside my own to dig deep and keep running. And Paul, I've never been a a marathon person. I only run while being chased. But I imagine if you're going to run 116 miles a day, that is for sure a mental game. I don't know how people do that. Lori, my wife, ran seven marathons uh, before 
she couldn't run marathons anymore. And I, I don't know. I just, I, I'm in awe of people who can do that. Yeah, I don't know how they do it either. Have you done any of that? Like, did you ever um, do sort of a, a physical competition? Because other than beating cancer, eight rounds of chemo, I went eight belts uh, with chemo, and I'm about to do a bone marrow transplant. But did you ever have anything, challenge yourself physically in that way? I, I did the mile swim in the Boy Scouts, oh. and that was a big deal when I was like 14, yeah. swimming swimming a mile. But uh, that's pretty much it, Jor. you and me both buddy you and me both thank you for joining us everyone Uh, p douglas weather at jordana verde on instagram the news is next on ccl thanks jor t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.